welcome to Keeper Chat. My name is Fauna. <laughs> I'm fucking eating. My name is Flora. <laughs> <laughs> and that's different how. Okay. This is a weekly podcast where we chat about animals. Each week we will be discussing a new animal and learning more about them. As always, nothing we say reflects our organizations and all thoughts and opinions are our own. So with that, let's get crunchy and grimy. <laughs> let's get full of taquitos. Got Crunchmaster Flex over here. Oh, that's me. That's me, middle name. Flora Crunchmaster Flex Darwin. Just Oh my god, wow, my name. It's really tacking on. Yeah. Uh Flora. Yeah? Can you tell me about your your week? Sorry, I'm such a long pause. <laughs> uh yeah. <laughs> well, I'm both burping and eating. So um Ew. I'm doing a great job over great. here of being just audibly present. Um my week has been okay. Okay. Um I feel like there was something that I was gonna like talk about, but God help me if I can remember it now that we're mm-hmm. we're on the spot. Mm-hmm. Um, I am eating taquitos. I did tell you that. I've had taquitos, excuse me, for the past, like, six meals in a row, I feel like. Um, I'm just going like, to say... Uh, just say it, then. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking say it. <laughs> um, I was just going to say the joke I said earlier. That you're too legit tequit. Tequit? <laughs> yes. That's very good. Um, then just say it, why don't you? God. <laughs> I just um, am eating my own weight in cheese and taquitos, which is just something. That's um, a dream. Work's it's been normal. Dream. It's summertime. Summer, summer, summertime. <laughs> summertime! <laughs> <laughs> I love that freaking vine. I swear you and I watched it like 50 times when you were here. We did, we did. Um, Can't yeah. handle that, man. I'm on my, my post-fauna uh, depression. Yeah, same. Uh, same, how same, same. your week? <laughs> uh, well, considering I ran around for like five hours straight this morning without breathing or mm. drinking any water i mm. feel like i don't know i kind of feel like i died and this is my new reborn life so i'm a little baby now oh i'm freshly born hot out the oven uh the other day though i did i was shifting one of my animals out and i was also like braiding my hair at the same time <laughs> multitasking you guys and I was waiting for him to shift out. I was, like had an open door and I'm braiding my hair and he comes like flying by me and as he's shifting out the door, he stops like mid glide out the door and like looks at me, and looks at my braid and just Uh-oh. like gets really close. And then he gets freaked out and runs out the door. So I was like, oh my God, <laughs> to me, it was like <laughs> very startling. <laughs> I think he just like, he's like, what are you doing to your hair, man? What the fuck are you doing? I was like, sorry, dude, didn't mean to spook you. You were, um... A witch, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, what other weird body parts have uh, your animals like fixated on? You know, that's I feel such like... a fucking primate person question because my animals don't fixate on my body parts. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. Birds are insane, and they always like eat feet or they... like eat hair. <laughs> they really like so... my necklace. All my babies. See, that's what I'm saying. It's not a body part, though. But I have, like, this necklace, this little silver necklace I wear every day of my life. 
Uh-huh. And so if I'm like leaning down, I'm like, I don't know, some kind of infantile animal. They're uh-huh. like, what dad? And then they always play with it. Always. It's always. adorable. It's like a little mobile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I worked with some primates that like loved feet and they would always like get excited to see feet. And then, you know this one, mm-hmm. uh, one of the guys I worked with, he, had an ear uh, fetish. he loved ears. He loved ears. You always had to go in and show him your ears, because he, like, loved to see them. Well, thank God we're not in Nipplegate, because that gorilla... God, isn't that the truth? That fucking nipple place, you had to, like, show your nipples to... There was a whole <laughs> sexual harassment thing. I think we talked about that before, didn't we? Uh, Maybe. If not, we're talking like, about it right now, some so... Some primate sanctuary, they were like, you gotta show your nipples to this... I think it was a gorilla... Mm-hmm. Maybe in a ring. Um, and they were like, uh, do I though? <laughs> because that seems illegal. And they're like, you gotta. You have to. Day one. Whip them nipples out. <laughs> Part of the job interview process. So like, what are your strengths and weaknesses? What challenges have you overcome? Will you show your nipples on command? Yeah. Getting the important bits out first. The fucking huge, man. The fucking huge. Uh, second question. What are you drinking and what are your cats doing? Well, I'm drinking Bud Light Lime and queso. <laughs> <laughs> and my cat has been pissing me off so bad this morning. I just keep yelling at him. He's been underfoot for just the entire day. And yeah. he makes me want to scream. So he's been like chewing tape and just like standing in the way and just like stomping on my tit every five seconds. So he's uh-huh. actually not in the room right now because I just yelled at him so much that he left. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know, my other cat's, she's, like, dicking around on the couch, I think. I think one of your cats is just a man in a little fur coat. He's fucking something, man. I don't know what he is. He's a little alien. He's just a goddamn hairball that, like, gains sentience, but, like, not that much sentience. It's <laughs> just, like, a smidge. <laughs> just, like, a fucking spoonful. What's that? Isn't there, is it an, adventure, uh, an episode of Adventure Time? Or? Nepter? Yeah, not Neptune. There's, like, something where um, this, like, rock gains sentience for a minute, and then, oh, yeah, it is Adventure Time. And then it's like, oh, the world's ending, and the rock's like, oh, no! <laughs> I've only been alive for, like, a second. Oh, that sounds... Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Anywho. Uh, what are you not drinking? Because I don't... Are you hydrating now? Yeah, I sh- I'm drinking water. I'm drinking oh, nature's Bud Light lime. Oh. What <laughs> Fresh is, from the stream. So what is... <laughs> If, okay, what? <laughs> what? That's my way of saying I wish I was drinking a Bud Light Lime. Okay. So is Bud Light Lime like Satan's Bud Light Lime? Like, what is it if it's not nature? Human's Bud Light Lime? I'm confused. Uh, no. It's just, it's, that's just the standard. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Water mm. is nature's Bud Light Lime. Bud Light Lime is like the life-bringing liquid. Oh. Okay. If you don't have it, you're failing to thrive. Then you're just gonna die. Yeah, that's what that's what failing to thrive means. Okay. <laughs> I'm not I'm drinking water. I'm drinking water. Is that exciting? Probably not. Is it's, it flavored? I think water? my organs I think my organs are having a party though. They're like, finally this woman, she's doing something good for us for once. Is it flavored? Um, you have a lemon in it? Nah, dude. I do love like lemon water, just in like a crisp little lemon wedge. Oh, so love good. That. But I, love that. I also hate like oh. sparkling flavored waters like yeah. LaCroix. Give me Ew. a break. It tastes like a fart. F- a fart. That's what I, that was it. It tastes like a fart. It tastes like. I was going to say it tastes like farts. a fruit 
farted in my water, but it just, it tastes like a fart, and I stand by it. All right. Come at me. All right. Anywho. Uh, and then my cats are bebopping around here somewhere. The little one, okay, the little one I know is in here somewhere, and I know <laughs> she's going to start thumping. What a fucking terror she is. She really is, and she fits in little holes. Yeah. And she's really sassy, and it was really funny. We were trimming her nails the other night, and she got so mad. <laughs> She swiped me in the face. I was like, ha ha. Good thing you're tiny. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> yeah. She was like, no, don't take my weapons. What are you doing? <laughs> I need these. I need these to scratch you. Um, anywho. You ready to get into this animal of the week? Yeah, I'm gonna stop eating. I swear. At some point. I just really had to eat, y'all. <laughs> no, I get it. We all get it. Eat to your heart's content. I'm sure that's what people signed up for, is, like, the good mouth noises like that are coming from your end. Yeah. Didn't someone ASMR, someone sent us, like, an ASMR and was like, you guys should do this. I didn't watch yeah. it. Yeah. They sure did. And I will take that one person's <sighs> advice over everyone else. I don't so care. So that's anybody else what we're going to pigeonhole into from here on out. Okay. <clears throat> I am sweating, so give me one second to fix that. I can't do anything about that. Yeah, I'm going to fix it. And you're always sweating. <laughs> Excuse you. <laughs> okay, number one, my microphone, my fucking headset cord is under the wheel of my goddamn desk chair. Okay, which great. Which makes me so angry. <laughs> I know. It's like, one, how did you get there? Two, how dare you? <laughs> and, like, that cord, we bought these new headsets. Well, not, I mean, we did that, like, months ago. The cord is at least seven feet. Right? It's unreal. I'm sitting here with it coiled <laughs> yeah. in my lap. It's like I'm I'm holding like a ten foot snake in my lap. It's just like this little oh. coil. And then my get mom, over yourself. Okay, my mom brought this desk chair from like my childhood home, and mm-hmm. it's so old that it like slowly lowers the whole time we're talking, <laughs> and I have to keep adjusting it. <laughs> it's just like I live in a nightmare. Ooh. I live in a fucking nightmare. That's your hell. Oh my god, I'm trying to take off my sweatshirt. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. God. I think okay. uh I think if any of our listeners wanted to go ahead and make up like a flora and fauna oh keeper chat bingo or perhaps a drinking game. Um they have plenty of material of shit that we say all the time. Can Number t- one, Flora, I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you that like I don't know how and like maybe someone can think this through and realize how but i just took off my sweatshirt and now my headset is like in my sweatshirt do you know what i'm saying like the cord (laughs) yes (laughs) like i just strung up my sweatshirt (laughs) oh that's horrible on the seven foot cord it's like when you take a shirt off you've got a hair tie on your wrist and then that hair tie ceases to exist all right well the whole now i gotta okay hold on i gotta take off this and put it back through this Okay, that goes there. Holy shit. God. This is a representation of just my how my whole life's going. Is this yeah, right now? Yeah, that's true. Just the sounds. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right. You guys, I'm free. I'm free. Oh, congrats. Okay. Tell me about this animal. Okay, great. For fuck's sake. This week, we're going to be talking about the crested porcupine. Whoa! Where'd that come from? Was it on that patron thing? 
It was. Yeah, a while back we put out a call for suggestions from our patrons, and they just gave us tons of ideas. So I picked, again, one of the highest voted ones. Mm. So that's what we're doing. We are in the class Mammalia. We are in the order Rodentia. Family. Why do we even bother doing this? We can never do it correctly. The only one that ever sounded cool was John Stoney, but <laughs> that one was so Anyways, good. we're in the family Histricidae, which are the old world porcupines. Histrionics? And Isn't that a word? I have no idea. It sounds like you said hooked on phonics. Is that what you said? No, I said histrionics. It's in a Jack White song. That's the only reason I know that that's a real word. It's, that wasn't the word I was trying to say. Well, fuck me. But it sounds cool. I doubt Jack White's singing about old world porcupines. You don't know his (laughs) life. Don't speak for him. That's true. The new world porcupines is an even harder word to say. Uh, I'm just going to say it all at once and give it a shot. Irith is on today. Yay. Why not? You've those done it. The, those are the New World porcupines. There are seven genera and 23 species, which was far more than I thought. I thought there were like three. So there are 20 more than that. Whoa. Mm-hmm. And I also, I don't know why. I feel like rodents as a class, or I'm sorry, as an order is just so mystical. I never quite know what a rodent is outside of like what? a rat, a mouse, a rabbit, Teefers, a dude. Beaver. Yeah, but I just never think about it. It's not in the forefront of my mind ever. And then I find out something is a rodent. I'm like, that makes sense. Tifers. Fucking got me. <laughs> Anywho, porcupines are rodents. And they're typically found in two main regions of the globe. And because of that, they're classified into old world or new world, like I already said. Yeah. The old world ones are going to be the ones found in Asia, Africa, and Europe. The new cool. world are going to be the North, Central, and South American varieties okay Um, what do you know about porcupines are you familiar with any have you worked with any i worked with uh two african wild african wild they're wild did you know uh two african crested porcupines okay so those would be considered old world they would be considered really big (laughs) they're also very big fucking huge (laughs) yeah they're big and odd very odd and we'll get into that but um yeah i think the only two that I'd really ever heard of are the African crested and the Indian crested. What about the prehensile tailed? Also that one. That's the one that sits <laughs> in trees. That's true. That's actually the only one I've worked with. So I don't know how I forgot And why about you it. like didn't, yeah. He was cute. I used to go and hand them a piece of sweet potato and he would gingerly take it and be like, I guess it wasn't that cute because you forgot his existence, but... Yeah, I worked with him for like a hot minute. It was like two weeks. So when I say I worked with him, I barely I know. knew yeah, him. Yeah, when I say I worked with like African crystals, I mean like I helped you out. You barely knew him. Yeah. But <laughs> I saw one th- once. I fed the fuckers, window. but they meant nothing to me. So I picked up its poop, but I didn't see it. I worked with it. Uh, okay, so all porcupines are considered nocturnal. <clears> and so I think everyone knows what that means. But in case you don't. It's yeah. active during the night, and they usually are pretty Woo. sleepy during the day. In addition, they're very good at adapting to their habitats, which is why they're found in a variety of areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, as long as there's, like, food to eat, they're going to be there. So, Same. easy peasy, they can do whatever. Um, there are a few differences between the two different types, the old world and the new world. The old world crested ones, so, like, the ones that you worked with, 
have um, back quills that typically stand up in sort of a mohawk, like, crest yeah. shape. Their butt's so, insane. Yeah, it kind of, like, instead of, like, being sleek the whole way down, it's, like, sleek, 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 just kidding. Got, like, a turkey, like, peacock fan going yeah, on back yeah, there. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it goes, uh, yeah, it goes, it can kind of be, like, anywhere along their body. And then they um, also have the, uh, what am I trying to say? Oh, like, the, the quills in the back also stand up, too. So they've yeah. got, like, a mohawk, and then they're, like back quills that stand up well the anyway. craziest part of like working with them is like they would just be hanging out and then they just turn around and just shoot quills at my face <gasps> just shoot them out six feet did they <laughs> yeah man i was there did they <laughs> no i'm lying <laughs> i knew it <laughs> i'm perpetuating a myth God damn it why would you choose to do that because i'm the dog from homeward bound Oh, okay. Don't you remember he got quills in his face? I do, but I don't why think they would even showed that myth. I don't know. <laughs> I think I just... they did. Yeah. Well, they didn't show the shooting, but yeah. they showed the quills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I don't think they did show the shooting. I'm just saying that's like a huge thing, and it's not real. Yeah. It's stupid. It is. I was gonna talk about it later, but I could talk. We're about gonna it talk now. about it right now. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. So they don't shoot their quills, and not only do they not, they cannot. So get over it, folks. It's not gonna happen. The quills themselves are modified hairs, so they're made of keratin. Oh. And that's the same stuff that, like, our fingernails and our hair is made of. And rhino so the, horn. Yeah, lots of things are made of keratin. And there are these modified versions of that. Um, but the quills themselves are connected to their body through, like, a musculature system. So they stick into the skin and have muscles at the base of each quill. And this allows them to, like, erect the quills if they're alarmed or excited or whatever i don't know they can just move them <laughs> around if they need to and then the quills do come out they do shed just like hair does mm. um and they can like that can happen naturally if they're just like walking around or just like chilling yes or if they like shake sometimes they'll like come just like fell off like yeah or falls off um but they don't shoot them they can't shoot them that's not how that works it's not how anything it. works that's not how it works guys calm down um yeah so that's it. Wow. Myth busted. <laughs> Just call us. Our fucking job myth- here. <laughs> Mythbusters now. No, you can't call us that. That's copyrighted. We're, we're bust mythers. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Which is worse. Okay, anyways. Um, that's it. They don't shoot their quills. Uh, and if they're, I know there's going to be someone out there that's like, well, my uncle got shot by a porcupine quill one time. No, he didn't. He didn't. No, he, he lied, lied to you. you. He lied to you. He probably Everyone stepped lied. on one and then was like, oh, this would make a great story. It's never happened. He was and it probably never just will. like fucking dicking around getting drunk in the forest and he tripped and fell face first into a porcupine and then he tried to make a cool story about it. Without Where a really, doubt. really, your uncle's just a drunk. So maybe just, <laughs> that's the takeaway. <laughs> maybe come to terms with that. Maybe Uncle Eric is not as great as he seems. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe his life is pretty boring. <laughs> Anyways, um... So, the quills themselves are found pretty much all over the body except for on the face Mm. and then, like, the underside of the belly. Mm. But they're most densely populated on the rear, kind of the back half of the animal. Yeah. And the quills themselves are marked with black and white bands, so they look really cool. Especially if you pick up, like, a fallen quill. Like, I know 
when you're like cleaning their habitat and stuff, you find literally those everywhere. Yeah, so cool. Um, but they're also real sharp, so they be are. careful. <laughs> um, some quills are up to twenty inches, which is fifty-one centimeters, and they um they're there for protection, pretty much. They're the there's just a bunch of like swords on their back, which is badass. Bunch of hair swords. It reminds me of that haircut that like old women get, where like it's really short. And they, like, have, like, swooping bangs, and in the back they, like, gel it to make it, like, stick out straight. <laughs> yeah, like the John and Kate plus eight, like, that Kate woman. Yes! That was her. That's her, like, signature do. The, like, can I talk to a manager haircut. Yep, that's the one. That's the one. Uh, yeah, so it's said that these quills um, kind of form because they're the back half of the body. They form this kind of skirt, and the skirt themselves are what protects them from danger, which I love that idea. Yeah, like danger pow- skirt. It's like their battle away. skirt. Yeah. Oh, there's danger of foot. I'm gonna put my battle skirt on. It's just Boom. A foot. <laughs> danger of foot. Yeah. It's only you said a foot. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> there's danger of foot. <laughs> <laughs> that danger. Is that a foot? <laughs> Yuck. Yuck. Get your battle skirt out of here. There's no danger. <laughs> Put your relaxing pants back on. You don't need the battle skirt. You're putting everyone on edge, Connie. Anywho. <laughs> but, yuck. Big yuck. Anywho. Um, but the idea is when they have their battle skirt on, uh, when they're threatened, like I already talked about, the muscles that hold the quills in place can um, cause them to stand up, and mm-hmm. that makes them look two to three times bigger than their actual size. So it's helping... Yeah protect them in that regard but also that they have them to protect from predators trying to eat their ass yeah i would never eat that like i mean you couldn't pay me to eat that you know what though that's this classical like millennial generation everyone's out there eating ass and the porcupine is like not today (laughs) (laughs) you bet you fucking bet Bet. you would porcupine's like "Mm -mm, not me no thank you you can't get this thickness I want to put that on your tombstone. <laughs> Anywho. The uh, they also have smaller, more rigid quills um, that are upwards of around 8 inches long or 20 centimeters long. And those are the ones that are kind of densely packed all over the like rear and back area. Um, so these aren't the, necessarily the ones that form like that big like turkey fan. Yeah. Um, these are just kind of the ones that are clustered in that area. Okay. And they're the ones that are there to protect them from any, like, potential predators behind them. So, gotcha. obviously, if you're coming at a bunch of swords, you're probably going to get stabbed with them. Yeah. And that's the whole point of this. Um, they, at the base of their tail, they do have hollow, blunt ones. Um, so they're not sharp, but they will rattle when they shake. And yeah. so this can serve as a warning as well to predators. They've got a lot of really cool adaptations they can use to not get eaten, which is good. That's a good use of time and energy. But anyways, um, when they're threatened, or if there's a predator predator nearby and they sense them, the crested porcupine will stamp their feet, they will shake their um, tail and make that rattly sound, they'll growl and they'll grunt, all to scare off the predator that's nearby. Like, why? Your ass is spiked. I don't think you need to well, do still. anything. Like, why waste your time? Like, I just saw your butt, and now I'm You still I'm don't want to get, like, crunched, though. I guess they're just showing off. Well, no, I mean like, 
<laughs> if someone's if someone's coming up to me and I'm in a bubble and they can't get to me, like say I'm in like a metal bubble, okay? Okay, I've go with me this. here. Okay. Go with me here. I'm in a metal bubble and I could see out and I see someone coming at me with like a switchblade. I still don't want them trying to pop my bubble. I'm still gonna be like, hey, fuck off, idiot. <laughs> I guess. I'm gonna change really quickly into my battle skirt, and then I'm gonna like <laughs> shake around and like gyrate my body and scream that they need to fuck off. And they're gonna and be then... like, "Whoa, this is very intimate. I'm leaving." <laughs> they're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! This isn't what I bargained for. I was just trying to get a slice of that." I'd be like, "Not today." But anywho, I guess uh, I'm just more the type that would like put on my battle skirt and like I don't know, just give just you like let some that side do eye. Something. Yeah, just like give you some side eye and then like let that speak for itself. Okay, well, clearly you've never had your ass eaten. <laughs> <laughs> I was fucking hoping you were going to say that. <laughs> Anywho. Um, okay, so those were old world por- porcupines. The quills of new world porcupines are a little bit different. First yes, off, they're smaller. they're so different. Yeah, they're roughly four to ten, uh, four inches or ten centimeters long, so a lot smaller. Um, they're still that, like, pointy bit they still kind of point backwards and mm. out outwards so um if they're being predated upon that's going to help i don't know if i mentioned earlier but the quills are never really found on the belly for obvious reasons but anywho um in the case of new world porcupines <clears throat> however the uh quills themselves have a barb at the end sort of mm. like a fish hook that will like rip into the flesh of the yeah. animal trying to attack them so those are the ones that are going to stay stuck in the predator's skin. So oh, like the fun. old world quills, yeah, it's it's basically just like a knife, whereas these are just like a fish hook. Okay. So you could still have a knife stuck in you, of course, but these are definitely going to stay stuck in you, which is why it really hurts. And any animal that has a quill lodged in their skin is going to have a really hard time getting it out. So they're going to be a lot of pain and they're not going to be able to get it out. Um, just like the old world porcupines, the new world ones will erect their quills to kind of stand out in a bunch of different directions. Mm-hmm. Theirs is more like a pin cushion, though, as opposed to, like, the kind of crested, or I'm sorry, like, the kind of, like, fan, peacock fan kind of thing. Okay. Um, they do still stand in defensive poses. They'll growl and grunt and things like that. The new world ones have been observed charging their enemies, so they're a little more forward. <laughs> I guess if we're trying to, like, make some comparisons here, you would be more of an old world porcupine in the sense that you're not out there, like, running at someone. True. You're just you're just side-eyeing them from afar. I'm just gyrating in my metal bubble from afar, but I'm not right. going to roll my bubble over to them. Um, and they, yeah, so they'll charge them, but they've also been observed actually attacking them. So they'll um, whip them with their big quill tails. <laughs> oh, my God. And, yeah, and they... um. It's also been observed that they chatter their teeth during these types of altercations Amazing. to make them sound more intimidating. So they're just like, <laughs> and like whap you with their... And they're like wicked smaller, tail. right? They can be, yeah. Like, yeah, there's some like differences in size for sure. Because I'm now remembering that I also worked with North American porcupines. Oh my god, really? I forgot they existed, yeah. Oh, okay, well. And they were uh, like wicked tiny. And they yeah, just like, they... all they did was sleep. Well, that's because they're nocturnal. You're probably just, like, dooting it while it was, like, yeah. falling asleep. and they're just, just, like, fuck off. Get out of here, lady. I'm trying to sleep. Damn. Uh, 
so yeah so porcupines they are really cute they're generally they've just got that cute little like that little face that just comes to a point Mm. yeah they got a big snoot good snoot though those uh prehensile tail porcupines have that big like squishy clown nose oh yeah their face is ridiculous yeah it's cute anywho um so porcupines have a lot of adaptations that we talked about that really help them in the case of predation Mm. but just because they have all those doesn't mean that they're never eaten or attacked or anything that still happens okay um a lot of times in the case of the old world porcupines uh big cats are their main predator and then of course humans because we're terrible so we hunt them as well for bush meat woohoo Why that's horrible because we? we hunt everything for bush meat uh and in the case of the new world porcupines a lot of their predators are smaller but they're still um animals that are like very good at predating so you've got like your birds of prey you've got um more of like the wily mammals like wolverines and martins and stuff like that mm. so um like fishers are another one in North American porcupines that are really intelligent. They've been observed flipping the porcupine onto its back uh, and then attacking them from oh their my God. belly. Who's doing that? The fisher. The fuck's a fisher? It's like a. It's a smaller mammal. Just it kind of like looks f- like. <laughs> it kind of looks like a big weasel, sort of. The fuck? You ever heard of a fisher? No. Oh, they're really cool. You should look them up. Um, but the, yeah, like they're more a of cat? like. No, they're not oh, a cat. Like they're a- like a. Is it's that like, like a smaller mammal? Is that like, like a smaller the same carnivore. thing as like a mink? Uh, it's not the same, but I think I mean there's similarities. Interesting. I thought yeah. you were just saying like I thought you were like doing slang for like a fisherman, like that fisher. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's weird. <laughs> I don't have a lot of slang in my life, but I definitely have one for fishermen. <laughs> uh no those guys are really cool uh there have only been i think one or two zoos i've been to that have had them Uh, um if you ever get a chance to see them you should check them out they're really cool but anyways they're they're really intelligent in the case of predation and so they've obviously learned that if they flip the porcupine onto its back then the belly which doesn't have the quills yeah more fleshy and so they're able to get to them that way now you're just like a gusher yeah ew yuck (laughs) God damn. Just saying. Ooh, porcupine flavor. <laughs> Do you think the Fisher's head turns into, like, the porcupine? <laughs> you know how the Gushers commercials Absolutely. would do that? There was that boy who turned into a grape. I can yeah, get over that. Yeah, I hated those commercials. They were very bad. Um, okay, and in fact, the because the Fisher is so successful in hunting these new world porcupines, they have been introduced in areas in North America in the hopes that it will help bring porcupine populations that are kind of out of control or like very destructive back under control yeah where i'm missing out on this drama where porcupines are like (laughs) overrunning people's lives (laughs) like where where is that at i don't know man look it up fuck but uh okay so let me get into a little bit of history here because i need to talk about this bitch i need to talk about this bitch aristotle (laughs) i need to talk about this bitch aristotle aristotle Aristotle. Uh, okay, so, like, the famous philosopher, right? Yeah, I've heard of him. Supposed to be, like, full of, like, wisdom and things that we, like, ugh, do in our day-to-day life. We just, like, get a lot from him, whatever. So he sucks for this reason. Okay. Uh, he apparently said that, well, he was, like, warning the people in his area about getting too close to a porcupine because they're dangerous, which okay. is, like, good advice. But he said that the porcupine could shoot its deadly needle-like darts, quote, 
over great distances at hunters and dogs. See, it's his and fault. Which is why, which is why you need to stay away from them. So, like, way to start, like, the ultimate rumor, dude. Like, rumor mills are never a good idea. Don't get involved okay. in hot sauce. Okay, but, like, counterpoint. Mm-hmm. What if he just, like, loved porcupines and people kept killing them, and so he made up this, like, myth so that people would leave him alone? Why are you defending him? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I have personal reasons to appreciate. <laughs> Maybe I'm, like, a direct descendant or something. I don't know. <laughs> He's Wish my he dad, okay? <laughs> I wish he wouldn't be shitting on great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-granddaddy. <laughs> He knows what he said. Like, maybe he was being a bro and, like, doing them a favor. Or maybe he's because being a brat if and he just, just being like, a brat. If he just, announced, like, oh, you can just flip them and stick them, then maybe we wouldn't have as many porcupines as we had. I don't know. I'm going to let the listeners decide. Because you could just Aristotle a bro just... or was he a hoe? <laughs> let us know. <laughs> let us know in the comments whether or not you're with Down or below. Aristotle. <laughs> Aristotle. Come at us. This is the ultimate conspiracy right here. Anywho. I'm going to keep going about porcupines. I got all fired up talking about Aristotle. <laughs> uh, okay, so old world porcupines are, for the most part, terrestrial. They spend okay, their life on the ground. And while they are occasionally social and will sometimes hang out in pairs, they usually just kind of hang out by themselves. So, Yeah. Just like every other mammal that spends its time on the ground, it will um, take shelter in any hole it can find, whether it's like a tree <laughs> trunk or a cave or an old crevice or whatever. They'll a lot of times um, hit up our old friend Arthur the Aardvark's old home and they'll uh, just like hang out in there while he's out at school. I just all like all these holes that are... <laughs> I don't know. I don't, have we even gone over an animal that like digs its own holes? All of these others, they're just like hole users. Like, what's the mythical animal that actually is digging all of these giant holes? The Aardvark, dude. Is he? Did he dig him? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's right. Because the scientist was like, it's two humans deep, and they shoved humans in that Aardvark hole. <laughs> I remember that now. Fuck. Yes. Yeah. Um, but you're right. Most everyone's just like using and abusing it. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like a these, college house at that point. Who are these poor animals like doing all the work for these other things to just come in and use, man? The nature housing market is brutal. Those aardvarks are working overtime to meet demand. Anywho, uh, but apparently the um, the I almost said. Aardvark, the porcupines <laughs> that spend their time at the old, like, aardvark homes will just, like, change it up. They'll just, like, tear shit down and, like, make it what they need it to be. <laughs> they yes. don't even, like, respect the hole that was created. No. They're just like, uh, I'm going to paint and also knock down the kitchen wall. Amazing. Redecorate. Um, make it your own. Yeah, right? Like, that's not really good renter policy. Your landlord is going to take that security deposit right back. Um, so while old world porcupines are surprisingly good at swimming. They're not really good at climbing or jumping, which is why they spend all their time dooting around in the ground. Yeah, they got flat um, feet. Yeah. In the case of New World porcupines, however, those are the ones that are hanging out more in the trees. Um, so, again, 
they spend their time hanging out in holes, but, like, mostly up in trees. Okay. <laughs> um, so the holes have just moved upward. They, all New World porcupines have curved claws that are pretty long and that are used for climbing. Ah. And in the case of the prehensile tail porcupine, as the name implies, their tail is prehensile, which means that they can use it as another limb wrapped it around branches, um, which anchors them and they can hang from it. Okay, Without, they... like, breaking their spine. They're the cutest porcupine. They're pretty cute. It's the nose, I think. Yeah. They've also got, like, a really nice, like, salt and black pepper. Well, they're coloring. little. Like, the other ones mm-hmm. are big and it's, like, threatening. Yeah. And, like, this one definitely doesn't shoot its quills at you. No. And it's so... just, like, the whole nose thing is, mm-hmm. it almost looks like, it's like a little Pokemon. It's not real. Oh, that would be a really good Pokemon, actually. Like, it literally already looks like a cartoon. There probably is one that we, because we stopped Shit. at 150, so we're probably going to get yeah. emails later about the fucking porcupine. I mean, yeah, so it's called, of, like, like, oh, wait, wait, let's guess, a little bit, but let's guess um, what the porcupine's Pokemon name would be. I'm going to say Pokepike. Pokepike? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to say... It was Quilber. Oh, it's really good. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> okay, everyone, vote down below. <laughs> Which one do you prefer? If if uh, Nintendo hasn't already made one, then hollow at you, boys. Um, okay, so porcupines generally are really great at sniffing out their food. They have to be, right? Those yeah, rodents usually well, are. And it, They've like, got a great sense of smell. If they didn't, I would, like scream at darwin because what is that schnoz for <laughs> it's outrageous <laughs> why have you done this to quilbert if it's not putting in the time then why is it there then why have you made this crime um but they like all rodents have very sharp chisel like front teeth yes. uh and they use these to really chow down on their food so they're really good at getting into lots of different types of food and eating lots of different types of foliage and stuff like that um, for the most part, they're going to forage alone rather than in groups. The only exception is if a mother has a baby with her. <gasps> Do you know um, what the babies are called? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aren't they like porcupets? Yes. Yeah, it's cute. <laughs> baby porcupine is a porcupet. It's Which stupid. Which is the cutest thing. It's, it's the cutest thing. But it's dumb. It's no, dumb it's cute. Yeah, you're right. But, okay, I challenge anyone out there to come up with a better name for like a juvenile of that animal it doesn't exist porcupet are you kidding it's the cutest porcupet anywho the old world porcupines are going to eat um for the most part fruit bark roots and berries Hmm. if they are in more um rural areas like farmed areas they'll Mm -hmm. eat a lot more of just like the produce that's there so a lot of like potatoes um, there's a note here that says they eat pumpkins and melons when available. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. So, like, adorable. Ours sure. Would, like, destroy pumpkins at Halloween. Destroy. Yes. So cute. And in the case of New World porcupines, they're going to eat a lot more, a lot more, like, wide variety because they kind of can traverse a little bit more um, through, like, the trees and stuff like that. So right. they're going to eat stuff that's, like, on the ground but also up in the trees. So they eat uh, different types of pine needles, stems, berries, leaves, Roots, bark, grass, flowers, seeds, nuts, any aquatic vegetation they come across. Um, I think fruits is listed twice. And (laughs) just like pretty much anything 
they can they can find. If they again are in a more farmed area, they'll eat any of the produce that they can find there. And then, unfortunately, the North American porcupine apparently has earned a bad reputation Aww. because it um, strips the barks from the trunks from the trunks of <laughs> ornamental trees. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, they kill the tree in doing so. But like you do it, you uh, guys do. Why do we have so many ornamental trees? What does that even mean? I don't know. Because we're disgusting. <laughs> I hate us. <laughs> um, so listen to this. This is your spooky fact for the day. And I feel Great. like if yes, love this. Nintendo were to make a porcupine Pokemon, then this would absolutely be the thing that it does is like okay. its characteristic. Apart from shooting quills, because you know that they would include that. But anyways, porcupines have been observed gnawing on bones to sharpen their teeth oh, and fuck. to introduce salt into their diet. Just gonna eat some goddamn bones. Uh, they don't eat them. They just use it to sharpen their teeth, and then like gets just like get a little bit of salt granules. Um, Damn, salty dude. Yeah, yeah, that's spooky, isn't it? Anywho, um, so most of their foraging is happening at night, and they'll patrol their territory every single night and defend their foraging areas. They're very Mm. fierce about their feeding areas, which like same. Yeah. Um. They occasionally will travel outside of their home range if they're looking for a mate or if they're looking for some bones to chew on, you know, whatever the need may be. Searching for and, those goddamn bones. Um, typically when two adults are spotted together, they're either a mated pair or they're related to one another. So like siblings or something like that. Um, so let's get into this. How how do they breed? Right? You say if breed you got like a bunch of breed. Breed. How do they do that thing? How are they going to do that without getting stabbed a trillion times? I'm going to guess that they do a missionary. Oh, belly to <laughs> so belly. So that she's like on her, be- on her back. Mm, okay. <laughs> okay, cute. Uh, can well, you let's imagine, find out. <laughs> can you imagine walking in on that in the forest? <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Ooh. Oh, no, I'm sorry. You like go on a hike, you run into one, one of them, like, well, two of them, missionary style, and you're like, oh my god, and you start running away, and then you see another one just, like, sharpening a bone. <laughs> I feel like this is my nightmare. Creepy. Where am I? Creepy. And I'm just, like, happen to be in an ornamental tree forest. I'm like, I'm never going to no! again. <laughs> no, the ornamental trees. <laughs> no. Um, okay, so how do they do it? They do it super careful. <laughs> um... So, usually the males are going to uh, do, like, battles over the females. They're Mm going to, like, duke it out with other males to impress the females. And then whoever wins will make this, like, weird, like, shrill call. Oh, God. And he'll, like, slap his tail to try to impress her. Okay. Because, sure. And then, if she's interested, she will then spray her urine everywhere. Oh. Which is cool. Cool. Um... Yeah, and then, but this is really interesting because her urine that's, like, spraying is a signal um, to, like, lower her quills. So for she's, oh. like, kind of, like, giving herself her own, like, time um, to chemical go. signal. Yeah, yeah, like, gonna go ahead and lower these bad boys, let someone in. And um, she'll move her tail to the side and then they can mate without the male getting stabbed to bits right in his genitals. Ah, so she can just, like, relax. Exactly. And then just, just like, like, take things easy. Side saddle. <laughs> the battle <start>. Exactly. 
Exactly. <laughs> exactly. She takes her battle skirt off, and she done side saddles the rest. <laughs> but so then she's also just, like, dripping in urine. So that's Big yummy. yuck. Big yum. And then the babies, like you said, are porky pets. They're born. Um, and they're, they're all not soft. They're all, they're soft. Exactly. They're not born with quills. They're not, I mean, they are born with quills, but they're not sharp. They're not barbed or anything like that. Like, they're, like, soft quills. So it's a lot easier for that female to get those babies out. Yeah, you just don't get um, shredded. Yeah. So they're really soft. They're usually pretty flexible as well. You can bend them pretty easily. Hmm. And then... It's only in the first few days. You can like after bend the whole porky pet, or you can bend you can just like bend it in half. It's like really cool, um, but it's usually in those first few days after they're born where the quills will start to harden. Gotcha. So that's when that happens, and then the porky pets will stay with their mom for a couple of months, and then after that, they're ready to do it, and kill it on their own. Hell yeah, that's man! It. How many does she have? She's a rodent, so yeah, she has a uh, one to three. De- oh. Just depends on the species. Not so, so bad. Not that many. Yeah. The gestation is 16 to 31 weeks. Again, depending on the species. Okay. That's on track. Yeah. These um, rodents just shit them out, man. In the case of their weight, when the porcupines are born, they're roughly 3% of the mother's weight. So, again, that, like, de- depends on the species. Like, right. Um, the weight for porcupines for adults is a pretty big range. Um, the smallest is 2.5 pounds, which is about 1.2 kegs, and the largest is 77 pounds, or God. 35 kegs. Um, so there's a lot of variation within that. In the case of the porcupines when they grow up, um, obviously they can kind of do their own thing, you know, after a couple months after they're born, but yeah. the age of maturity is um, between nine months and two and a half years. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So they're usually, like, ready to go pretty yeah. quick. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else we got here? Um, so let's just hit you with some general facts. The North American porcupine has over 30,000 quills on its body. It's a lot. Um, do you know what a family of porcupines is called? Um. It's also very cute. A, a porky fam. Porky fam. <laughs> it's not a porky fam. <laughs> it's called a prickle. Oh, stupid. I know, whoever was, like, in charge of this was nailing it. Well, and like we always say, it's only those big fucking nerds that use these extra words anyway. Oh, absolutely. Uh, There is um, an interesting thing with their quills. So, like, the porcupines can occasionally get stabbed by their own quills, right? Like, there's no way if you have a back full of knives, you're not going to, like, poke yourself in the foot one time. Yeah. Um, And so they have a greasy coating on their quills that contains antibiotics. And the idea is that this is likely here to protect the animal from infection if they accidentally stab themselves with their own quills. Oh my god. Yeah, isn't that amazing? But then they're also just like, hey, I stabbed you, but like, here's some penicillin. (laughs) (laughs) You'll get better. (laughs) I mean, they're not like serial killers. They're not looking to like murder. True. They're just looking to get some stabs in. And then generally speaking, lifespan um, in the wild is usually around 15 years. And then in zoos, they're known to live well into their 20s or older. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get into that conservation situation. What mm. is your guess? Well, you said that they were bringing in other animals to murder them. Which in I some feel places like... in North America. <laughs> which I feel like we wouldn't be doing if there was like just a couple left because we'd be able to handle it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, and I can't remember... What are Africans? I, uh, I 
don't think they're all fine. It's a, got a fucking knife back. I mean, how can it be <laughs> not fine? Yeah, they're doing pretty okay. They are listed as threatened, but it, again, just depends on the number of different species. So a lot of the old world porcupines are doing not as good as the new world ones. Mm. Um, and this is especially the case in Africa because they um, have been known to eat root crops in populated areas in mm, Africa. Don't do that. So that's unfortunately, yeah, stepping on the toes of, like, the farmers in that area, so they're getting rid of them as, like, a form of pest control. Uh, there is one, duh, it's called the thin-spined porcupine, which is listed as vulnerable. So mm-hmm. it's losing its habitat due to cocoa plantations in northeastern Brazil. So that's one of the New World ones. And then the Philippine porcupine is also vulnerable, and again, that's due to habitat loss and the pet trade. Um, both of these species are hunted for food as well, unfortunately. Oh. Um, so they're not doing terribly, but they're also not the best. Right. It could um, be worse, but it could be better. Exactly. A lot of people do... It's like my life. Um, <laughs> exactly. A lot of people do um, collect their quills for ornamentation, so sometimes mm. they're hunted for that too, since they're a prized possession. Um, All I have to do is shake it. Pick it up and shake it. It all falls out. Yeah, true, true. Uh, But porcupines are really interesting because they have a lot of really cool adaptations. They're generally a very, like, zoo-friendly animal. Mm. Like, they tend to, like, thrive in zoos. Yeah. And a lot of times they're a very interesting, like, exotic animal, like, exotic rodent that people haven't necessarily seen up close, but that are oftentimes used in ambassador programs. Yeah, definitely. um, Or education programs. So it's a really unique it's a really unique animal, and I think it's one of those that, like, really helps inspire people because it's something you kind of forget exists and you don't know exists, and then you go to the zoo and you see one, and you see one up close, and you're like, holy crap, that yeah. thing is amazing. What the hell? I think they use um, those prehensile-tailed ones a lot, too. Also because they're oh, small. Oh, yeah. It's, like, easy to carry around. Yeah, but exactly. I've seen and the African, they're, like, so chill. Yeah, the African crested, like, on harnesses and stuff, too. They're yeah. so food-motivated. Rodents are, like, really easy to work with. Yes. And they're pretty I remember, smart. I mean, they're not stupid. No, they're pretty smart. I remember there was, um, at the place you and I worked with, or worked at together, um, there was a, I think it was an African crested porcupine, and to service that habitat, they had trained that porcupine to crate itself, mm. um, so that they could go in and close the crate door, and, like, have it just chill in there for a minute while yeah. they, like, clean the habitat. And it was so freaking cool. Like, the porcupine would, um go it would like back into this crate so they had a crate that was big enough so it could do it it would just like back in so that when the keeper went in to close the door they were facing its face and um they would give it like a little like a couple sticks of like sweet potato or carrot or something and just like close the door and the porcupine would just like chill and like munch on its sticks yes and the keeper would be like munching. out there servicing yeah they would just like be chilling and then the keeper would finish and like take all their stuff out and she would like open the door back up and porcupine would just, like, still be chilling, eating its sticks, and come out and be like, ah, I'm at my yard now. Like, they're so cute. I, like, died when I saw that. I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, they're super, they're, they, like, really are responsive to training. Like, they're generally have a really good demeanor for public interactions and stuff like that. So they're a great species for that. Yeah. Um, in the case of porcupines in media, with the exception of our, like, pitch for a <laughs> porcupine Pokemon, uh, can you, do you have any favorites, or do you know of any? I cannot think of a single one. 
Yeah, I couldn't really find that many. I'm sure, again, someone is out there, like, screaming. There's gotta be... There's a... Wait. Is one of the backyardy... Backyardigans, like, a fucking... Uh... Probably. Oh, no, not at all. He's a goddamn penguin. (laughs) (laughs) Close enough, right? Um, I I know I've seen them before. I know I've seen them before, but I, like for the life of me, cannot place what any of them... Like, I know there's, like, one that's a... Maybe a cart... Like, a, definitely a cartoon, but it has, like... He has glasses on or something, and he's, like, kind of nervous. I don't know. Wait, here's one. This is from a Disney movie. What Disney movie? There's a porcupine in... The Fox and the Hound! Uh, oh, he's God. He's wearing glasses, though. That movie killed me. Killed uh, the fox's parents, too. Yeah. Todd! <laughs> um, oh, wait. There's one in Over the... What is it? Over the Head? Oh, over the Garden it? Wall? No. There's one in... Over the Hedge? That's a movie. Over the Hedge? Is that... Is that something? Yeah. I think there's one... Oh! Um, there's one in Sing. Oh! Yes. Okay, there's yes, definitely yes. one in Over the Hedge as well. Yes. yes, sing. I watched that movie. Yes. Yeah, she's got like a cool like mohawk. Yes, Penny. She looks really neat. Um, yeah, her quills actually look like exactly like porcupine's quills. They did their research. They done did it, y'all. Yeah, but anywho, um, I just keep thinking about hedgehogs. I think whenever I'm trying to like think of them, because like an yeah, animated I know. hedgehog That's looks tricky. like the exact fucking same thing. Yeah, they do. Um, but yeah, that's, a that's Porcupines, man. That's, that's it. That's it. That's, that's all, all, folks. folks. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> we said the same <laughs> trademark line. <laughs> not only oh, are we no. not allowed to say that, but both of us are not allowed to say it. <laughs> but we both said it. No. Um, okay, so a TLDL, um, Porcupines, they're a bunch of different types of species. They are a type of rodent, and they're found kind of all over the world. They're broken up into Old World and New World, depending on the hemisphere that they live in. Uh, Some of them are doing pretty well conservation-wise, some of them not so great, but they have a number of really cool adaptations. So for the most part, they're herbivorous, and they eat fruits, vegetables, and leaves, but they eat a lot of, like, bark and roots and stems and stuff like that. Um, The Old World porcupines tend to hang out more on the ground, whereas the New World tend to be more arboreal, up in the trees. And... We busted a myth in that they don't shoot their quills. They don't do it. They I don't, don't care who told you or who is, like, guaranteeing that they do. They don't. They're lying. They don't know anything. They do not shoot their quills. Uh, they can drop them and shed them just like you would hair since they are a modified form of keratin, which is what your hair and fingernails are made of, but they don't shoot them. Uh, porcupine has a number of other cool adaptations in case of predation so obviously the quills are one big one but they can also charge their predator or they can make vocalizations and stamp they can rattle their tails that have hollow quills and make a rattling sound to intimidate predators um they have the cutest freaking words used to describe their family so like the baby porcupines are known as porcupets and then the family of porcupines is known as a prickle so like I can't. I can't. It's it was like, it's like Walt Disney up. himself <laughs> named them. Uh, that's pretty much it. That's all I got. 
Um, thank you patrons for suggesting that one. I forget who suggested it, but I got a bunch of votes on patreon.com. So thank you guys for putting in those suggestions. We'll be pulling from that every so often, um, here in the future. But if you guys are interested in becoming a patron and you want to have a say in the type of stuff that we talk about on this show, consider joining us at patreon.com slash keeper chat for five bucks a month. You can join our awesome group of patrons. You get behind the scenes, um, look at how we make the show. More of the behind-the-scenes stuff is focused on what our cats are doing. Um, so yeah, if like that floats it. your boat, then <laughs> get in there. Um, we also post polls where you can vote on the type of stuff that we talk about, and we post bonus episodes every month. So um, even if you join now as a patron, you get the backlog of all the bonus episodes that we've done so far. So you get a lot of good stuff to listen to. Uh, in addition, if you guys are interested, you should follow us on social media. We have Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and we always take emails at keeperchat at gmail.com. So you should be able to find us on all of those as well. Anything you want to add, Flora? No. Oh, just a reminder too, if you, uh, leave a review, we donate $5 to conservation for every review that we get. Um, we're trying to kind of collect a bunch of reviews to donate a bunch of money at once. Um, ideally we would like to make a monthly donation to an organization. Um, but we want to make sure that we're not just sending like $5, <laughs> you know, we want to make sure it's yeah. like a sizable, sizable amount, at least a little bit more. So if you are interested in leaving a review, even if it's a great review, even if it's a terrible review, we will still donate money. So yeah, please make it a great review because you'll yeah. make our day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like our whole uh, month. Yeah. Make my whole damn month. Uh, next week, Flora's gonna come at you with something. I don't know what. Probably some more taquitos. Who's next week? Next month. Flying in your face. Yeah. Thanks. You want to scream? <laughs> Great. Okay. <laughs> great. Uh, cool. Okay. Uh, if you guys like this, then great. If you didn't, I don't really want to hear about it. I just want to pretend that you liked it. Keep it to yourself. Bye. Okay. Bye. Smell you later.